Welcome back to another show of the Conscious Energy Officer Show. I'm your host, Grant Parr, with my co-host, Graham Betchart, and my other co-host, John Costanzo. What's up, fellas? G-Money. What's up, buddy? What's going on? Well, man, I want to uh, want to welcome everyone to the show. This is how our show works. John is going to bring up a story. It's going to bring up a situation. And it's going to bring up some continuous stories that he shares in the community. And it's going to bring us some topics to talk about. And we're going to run through it like performance coaches. Grant and I have been mental skills coaches for years. John's doing a great job as a mental skills coach. And what we're going to do is we have a system. We have a system of 16 skills. But you're going to see us focus on the first four skills a lot. And those first four skills go like this. The first skill is what we call what's important now. And what that means is you got to focus on what's in your control, not what's out of your control. And to make that really simple, you cannot control results and outcomes. You cannot control other people. You cannot control the past or the future. You can control yourself right here, right now. So that's what's important now. That's our first skill. The second skill is what we call plain present. And that means you got to be in this moment. You got to be where your feet are. Think about your own life. How often are we living in the future, worrying about what's going to happen or living in the past, right? Something that already occurred. So the second skill you're going to hear us talk about a lot is being present, playing present, or in this case, policing present, right? Mm -hmm. Being where your feet are, being powerful in the present moment. And that brings us to our third skill. Our third skill is called next play speed. And that means this, when you lose your focus from the present and you find yourself anxiously worrying about the future or living in the past, living in regret, next play speed says, come back, come back to the present moment, come back to where my feet are, come back to what's happening now. So you're on the way to a scene and you want to drive real fast and you're already anticipating being there. No, look on the fucking road. Come back to the present. Like, look what's in front of you. That's next play speed. The fourth skill is what we call palms down. Palms down is about choosing your response to any kind of emotions that arise in you. So palms down is the counter to doing this. Ah, no one's listening to me. Everything's out of control. This, that, all this stuff. Palms down says, you know what? I'm going to choose my response right now. So say you're on the way to a scene and everything feels real escalated. Your fear's kicking up or anxiety's kicking up or some sort of thing's coming up and you feel it raising up. You can start to be palms down already by just being aware of choosing your response to that initial emotion. So palms down is choosing your response. It's choosing your response. Instead of this, ah, we're doing this. So we're going to talk about those four skills a lot. What's important now? Play present, next play speed, and palms down. And we're going to bring them up as John shares stories with us. It comes through different situations. We're going to talk about how those skills work, and they work in real time. Now, this ain't some shit that we just made up. I've been doing mental performance training for 20 years. I've done this on every fucking level, from the U.S. Navy to the Sacramento Kings and every fucking thing in between. You name it. Grant's been doing it for a long time. John's been living this for a long time. So we're not... This isn't something we're like, this isn't a theory. This shit really works. And that's why we make it a skill set. So I wanted to share that with you and wanted to kick this over to John to keep us rolling in our show. And uh, John, take us, take us from here. All right. So uh, today's pressure point, you know, that was a great explanation. And that was fire. I love following someone that brings the fire because that just makes me want to bring even more. So... Today, we're going to talk about perception. And this, you know, when I was thinking about new pressure points and stuff to talk about, 
perception is so huge and it's so huge in law enforcement. And the reason why it's so such a big topic is because it's a matter of life and death at some point. You want to make it home safely. We always say, say, stay safe, you know, but you know how we talk and we say, stay present, mm. right? Safety mm-hmm. is not really in our control, right? We can try within our best ability, right? So perception, the big thing with perception that comes to my mind is as a cop, you want to make it home at night. Very important. You don't want to get hurt. You don't want to go to the hospital, yeah. you know? You don't want to have to use force. So perception is something where you get some information that somebody's giving you based on their initial reaction and you're perceiving what is actually what's actually happening. Am I in danger? You know, you have to ask yourself these questions. Um, so all four of those first skills, super important with perception, especially palms down, because when you feel, OK, am I in fear? They're they're projecting what's going on right now. It's, it's coming towards me. Do, can I take a step back? You know, am I really in danger? Is it okay if, you know, I, I, I take a moment, take a breath, like we talk about. So, um, so I'll just jump into that right into the story. Um, there was a newer officer and we were at one of the main hub stations. There's a lot of people, you know, within the stations, trains are passing through it's rush hour. Um, and I, I was just talking to him, getting to know him. We, you know, I introduced myself. I'm a, for someone new listening, I'm a canine officer in Washington, D.C. I've been doing it for 14 years. Um, and before that, I went through different academies in Ohio and, and different states. So lots of experience coming in. And I just wanted to introduce myself and maybe throw a skill his way. Because like we talked about in previous episodes, when you're a new officer, um, you get... They, they, you go to the academy, they teach you a certain way, but as we know on the street, it doesn't always go that way. You kind of learning as you go and you're always, there's always new things coming at you. Every day is never really the same. New personalities, new, new characters, new connections, just, you know, new everything. So, you know, I, I was like, hey, you opened uh, some knowledge. Can I share? And he's like, yeah, sure. So I shared the first four skills. And then at the end, I was like, does that make sense? And he's like, yeah, it does. And I was like, now let's see how we can apply it. It's crazy how this happened. But a train pulls in (laughs) and the operator of the train, you know, we always check with them. Hey, you doing okay? How's your day going? You know, and he's like, hey, I got this disorderly lady on the train on this first car. And there was there was trash everywhere. And I was like, Initial perception, okay, she's, she's struggling right now. She's having a moment. So let's, let's try to connect with her. And so I look at the new officer. I was like, all right, you ready to use these skills? And I'm like, whew, right on the hot seat. Let's go. And so I, we, we go onto the train. And I was like, remember, we're asking questions. We're asking if she's okay. We're not going to perceive that she's disorderly, right? We're just going to see and connect with her. So we go in and we connect with this lady. And I said, hey, are you doing okay? Is everything all right? And she just goes off. And I'm like, whew. I'm like, all right. Not in danger. Give, it, give her a moment. Let's let her get that energy out. And so what ended up happening was she got into it with um, 
a younger younger gentleman on the train and it was a lot of his verbal but it really hyped her up right it really hyped her up so i gave her a moment to get all that energy out and then i said look i just wanted to make sure you were okay there was no crime that was committed but the gentleman like they really got into it verbally and she was all worked up and all excited so of course of course as the train was moving on like she was having a tough time processing those feelings and she was openly letting everybody know that she was upset and you know that happens right so we connected with her and we used the first four skills palms down very important right i lowered my voice mm. i was like hey i really want to hear what you have to say and i understand you're upset but i want to i want to be able to hear it and with you you being loud and yelling i can't quite understand it's like so if we could bring it down a little bit and i brought it down and I was doing the, you know, hands, palms down with my hands. And she's like, oh, I'm sorry. And then she got quiet. And then all of a sudden her energy changed. She mirrored my energy. And then we had a great conversation. And she's like, no joke. We need more officers like you. This is amazing. This is such a great experience. And I look back at the, at the new officer and I'm like, I'm like, did you see what just happened? And he's like, his mind was blown. He was like, whoa unreal so i was like listen i want to keep this train moving um, because the trains are backing up i was like do you mind if we step off the train and talk more about it i want to hear more of your story and so she's telling me everything. she's like absolutely no problem sweetheart you know so she steps off the train and then we're talking to her i gather her information we talk more and i was like listen i just want to make sure you're okay riding the rest of the way are you going to be okay because I understand you're upset. And she's like, oh, I'm good now. We talked about it. Like, thank you so much. Just, it was such an amazing experience, especially because I just shared the first four skills with this new officer. And then I asked him at the end, I was like, what did you think? His mind was blown. And I was like, well, I was like, just take that with you, you know, as you go through your day and just think about it. Think about how you can use these four skills in your everyday life. In, you know, on the job, you know, when dealing with a boss or another officer or somebody on the street, just think about that. And so and I left it there. But that that was my story on perception. Um, very cool. It's just very cool experience. So I'll, I'll pass it off to you guys on this one. Yeah. Well, there are a couple of things that come up for me is that I think when you're in your position for you to use these skills, especially in this position or this scenario, you really have to tap into empathy. And to be honest with you, I don't feel I, I don't think of officers sometimes have to like be empathetic. But if you want to diffuse a situation and see where they're coming from, what's important now? Be empathetic. Play in present. For me to play present, I need to be empathetic. And if I'm empathetic, then I can have a better next play speed. And then if I stay with calms down, man, the more empathetic that you are, like you were with this, with the individual, you got her to get off the train because you showed empathy and you connected your energy and she felt safe. And she like, so it just seems like by tapping into your empathy and interjecting these four principles, you really control that situation. Like you were saying, hey, what's important now, empathy. It's so important when connecting with somebody, I can't control her. She's upset. I want to find out why she's upset. Because in the end of the day, it's about serving. It's about helping people, you know, 
with, you know, you're excited. Let me hear about it. Cause a lot of times, like you said, you listen to the story and they mirror your energy. All of a sudden it went from, she was upset and other people were worked up around her to she's calm. She's happy now even. So, and she's like thanking me like what? And I didn't even control her. I just controlled what I could. Yeah. You know? So super, super powerful, man. That uh, empathy and compassion are two of the highest level competitive traits. And you don't learn them when you're young. You think those are soft words or they don't have any meaning in an intense situation or something. In a, in, but it's funny, uh, Kobe Bryant, he, he didn't figure out the power of empathy and compassion until he was in his 30s. And he said, if there's one thing I wished I knew when I was 18 years old, it was the power of empathy and compassion. He thought that was soft. He thought that wasn't it. So just the perception of those two words alone, you know, I, I could see that being challenging, right? Because what's in my control? Your perception is in your control. Yeah. You get a phone call. Someone says there's someone disorderly, right? So right away, I have a perception. Oh, might be an obstacle. Or here's I'm going to go face a challenge. Or someone is, you know, they're fucking up or they're doing something. And it sounds like what's important now, John, was really important with your work is you were able to process through that. So you kept like a, how do we say it? Like an open perception. Like you didn't have a biased perception already coming in. Yeah. You opened yourself up through empathy and compassion and were able to kind of counter that, oh, this person's fucking up. And it's like me versus them or something like that, right? You came in connecting. That's like, Man, that's incredible work. What is the, what is that process like? Because working with athletes, working with you know anyone I've ever worked with, there's always this. There's a perception sometimes that there's this outside thing doing something, or like they're the ones doing it. And to get past it, where it's not you versus them, that that takes a lot of you know a deep level of empathy. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it just goes back to realizing I cannot control her. So what are my options? What yeah. can I control? And listening, being a good listener and not judging is something I can control, right? Yeah. And so what I've learned is, you know, with having grace and compassion for yourself, you therefore have grace and compassion for others. If you judge yourself, you're going to judge others. So we have to get out of the, yeah. The mindset of like perfection, it's progress, right? We are all human beings. We all have a heart, you know, which is why with we were talking about our logo, having that heart on that badge is yeah. showing everybody, cops, the community and everybody that we all have hearts. We're all human beings, yeah. you know? And so that's the connection piece is... I'm here to help you. You're, you're, you're struggling right now. I want to help you get through this struggling moment. I don't want to hurt you. I don't want to control you because I can't. I mean, I don't want to use force. Like That's not necessary. What's necessary is controlling what I can, being present, and just listening, you know? And sometimes it takes a little bit longer. You know, when they get off topic, you can redirect them, you know? Yeah. Very easy. Very easy. Like, I understand that this is going on, but like, I really want to focus on this because I want to make sure a crime didn't happen to you. Like, I want to hear about that story. So let's, let's yeah. try to stay there and that you redirect it. I'm not controlling. I'm redirecting. 
right? And then so she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. And like, hey, no problem. No big deal. I just want to make sure you weren't harmed. You know, do you need an ambulance? Simple stuff like that. Like, oh, no, they didn't hurt me. And then once that fear is disarmed, because at first she saw me and was like, oh, it's a cop. I'm a little nervous, you know? And so I was like, oh, cool, no problem. Are you okay? I just wanted to make sure you're okay. Totally disarmed her fear right away. And then it got into, let me tell my story. No, no problem. Go for it. Here's the mic, you know? Right. That's incredible. I can feel the palms down instead of just like, I'm trying to control this. You're choosing your response in those moments and you're kind of with empathy, bringing yourself to a great space. And it's crazy when you do that, people come right to that level with you like that, that that's the alpha. If you can be palms down and choose your response and harmonize that energy, everyone else comes to that level because it's understood that you're in charge. When someone can do the inner work, it's understood they're in charge. Yeah. You don't even have to say anything. Sometimes you're like, you just know that person's in charge because of their presence, because of how calm they are. Everyone else is reacting and yet they're choosing their response. They're way more powerful, you know? Right. Yeah. You know, it's interesting too, is when I, I'm thinking about this, and this is probably very obvious, but a very generalized, maybe consistent perception from the citizen looking at the cop that that perception mm -hmm. that you always have to deal with that first layer, yeah. no matter what the context is or what the situation is, that first layer is when they see that badge or when they see the policeman, they have that perception something's wrong. I'm going to get busted. I have like, there's always this like maybe negative feel. So, and again, yeah. you know yeah. what I mean? So like, if you know that as a cop, if you can, if you can diffuse that first layer with these four principles, hmm. man, you're in business. Yeah. Especially nowadays with all the, the negative media attention and just the focus on law enforcement in general, there is that sense of fear from the community, I feel at least. And so once I realize I get past that first, I diffuse that fear, they'll tell me anything. Yeah. You know, but, but you have to come from a place of no judgment. We, we're not here to judge. We're, this, we're, not, we're all, we're not the same. You know what I mean? So it's not fair. We all come from different walks of life, different backgrounds different cultures you know it's it's just about having an understanding and when you have an understanding people feel it and they're like oh wow this guy is not out to hurt me he's out to help for real right. so let me share my story and then it's like all right cool let's get you the help that you need or it might just be simple like i'm listening and and in that sense that's what it was yeah you know she didn't physically there was nothing physically for me to do but listen but just kind of redirect when we got off track and then it all worked out, you know? And in the end, it she ended up thanking me. So, John, so. how, how hard is it not to come from judgment? Right. When you know you got life, you have stuff going on outside of being a policeman, you have your, your, you know, your background where you came from your belief systems is how hard is it not to come from judgment? Is it, is it easy for you? Did it take, did you train that? Um, walk me through that. Yeah. Um, is it, I don't like to use the word hard. <laughs> Anybody that I coach or talk to, I, I just get rid of that word hard. I, I, I just, I break it down because it's, that's a, that's a, it's a mindset 
Right. You know, we can do anything we want to do. It's just, are we going to put in that effort to do it? Right. So with judgment, I think it's pretty simple. Um, I want to understand people. I want to connect with people. If I judge, then what's going to happen is they're going to put up a defense, mm-hmm. you know? So I'm not going to get any answers. So I can't come from judgment. Even if I'm talking to somebody, say in a relationship, right? And I go, you, 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 that's judgment, right? Instead, I say, I, this is the way I feel, right? Because in reality, if we get upset, if we choose to get upset, that is us getting upset, right? Right. Just because somebody does something, that's not them, it's us. We're choosing to get upset. So that's our problem, right? Right. That's why it's about me. So it's my feelings. So when, when you rephrase it and you say, I feel this way, I'm not putting it on them. I'm not, I'm not saying you. Because then once you do that, people put up their walls and they get defensive. And so we don't. We don't come from a place of judgment. I don't know. I don't know what their life's like. Right. I only know what my life's been like. And so who says that what I did or the way I grew up was the right way? There's no such thing as the right way. Right. You know, everyone's got different ways of beliefs and different things. And I'm not here to judge. That's not my, it's not my position. You know, I'm not the judge of the jury. So that's just, that's just my thought on judgment. Got it. Dude, you got to be super present to, to be in that space. Our second skill, right? Policing present or playing present. Yeah. You mentioned like, okay, uh, be, be healthier, be safe today. And you're like, be present today. Be present. That, yeah. That's the foundation of safety and being Absolutely. present to our, to your own stuff. Right. Being present to your own judgments. We all have stuff that pops up real quick for us. Quick judgments, flash judgments. And I think that's super important to be really present with that, John. So as as a officer, you're aware of your own stuff and you're like, OK, I got him present with this. And then if you get caught, like we all get caught in our feelings sometimes. Right. That next play speed. Hey, come back. It, we're we're going to get caught sometimes. We're humans. We get caught up in it. But can you bounce back? So it's not I got caught and then I was gone forever. You're like, no, no, no bounce back. Maybe you're on the way to the call and you get caught up in judgment for a second. Like missed the third fucking call today of the same situation. Like just like that. Right. And you're like, Whoa, come back. And then you bring yourself back to the present. You're like, okay, I got to be palms down right now. I'm already like it's escalating inside my head. You know, Um, that brings up another really important skill. This is beyond our first four, but our eighth skill is called walk to win. Hmm. And walk to win means this. Everyone gets sped up under pressure. People, people get fucking sped up. And, and when they get in their feelings, they're trying to get to a result quick or, or get to a conclusion quick. Walk to win amongst other things means walk to fucking win. Like do not anxiously run here because you're feeling anxious inside and you got to run to get to some result. You have that real patience and you slow it down. So if you're in that present moment and you feel the judgment kicking in and like really escalating, you can catch yourself in that moment. Take your breath. You're already doing a phenomenal job. And I think it's important for, for us to all acknowledge as humans that hits us. We all get hit. Our biases come up. Our judgments come up. And I think it's really emp- empowering for us to recognize those and go, hey, I, I still can choose my response to this. You know, I can choose my response to this powerful judgment that's popping up right now that I know is going to get me into big trouble if I act on this shit. Yeah. Later on, I'll be explaining why I used force and I'll be like coming back to this moment going, it's not really a good reason. I just got into judgment triggered and then boom, instead of like slowing my pace down. So it's like a it's it's challenging. I I know 
when I worked with the U.S. Navy, they felt this a lot. This is where they felt a, a, a big challenge, you know, with being able to slow their pace down because they want to get results. They want to know how everything's going to work. And sometimes you have to slow that down, you know, and, and that part of you that wants to get to that result real quick. I'm just imagining being an officer. I'm coming on scene and I'm trying to get to a result real quick. You're passing anxiety around like yeah. you're just, like you're just passing that. And you're going to create what you don't want. You yep. know, you create more tension, even though you think you're calming it. You're just passing that tension. And if people just act tense, like if you get a scared cop, watch how scared everyone is around that cop. You know, yeah. <laughs> scared cop yeah. is fine for people. Well, and, and that's the thing, you know, with perception, you get a call for a man with a gun. You get there, you find somebody that's matching the lookout. They're not the guy or they don't have a gun, but you're coming in hot. Because that's the call. Every Remember, we talked about this in previous episodes where everything as an officer is heightening you up. Everything from the alert tone, from a priority call. Priority call is man with a gun, is an active fight, a robbery, you know, all those things where you need to get there pretty quick. That's saying, hey, we're alerting you all to listen to the radio. This is what's going on. You know, the, the alert tone is like, woo, woo, like that. Oh, it instantly alerts you that like heightens you up, right? You're driving lights and sirens, heightens you up. Everything is speed in this line of work. So yeah. calms down is super important, you know, especially in those moments because the initial perception is, oh, man with a gun, that's pretty serious, right? I could be in danger, you know, when I get there, right? Or running to the danger. So, yeah. You know, it's so important to walk to win, to slow it down, palms down. Like, I'm feeling this. Is it real? No, it's not. Right. So it's, am I in danger? You have to ask yourself these questions. It's so important because you're diffusing the fear, but you could also get into fear based on how everything's heightening you up. So you have to bring yourself down when you're in control. The scene is in control. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Very, yeah. very, very important. And that's the way you got to remember it. It's not about controlling. It's about that inner control with yeah. yourself. Because people legit, they do. They mirror your energy. It might not happen right away, and that's okay. Right? That's where we breathe and be and create space. Right? Mm -hmm. Allow them to have their moment. We're not going to rush to the results. We're going to hear them out. You know, the train operator wanted the train to move. Okay, give me a moment, right? I'm in control, right? So it's like, I need a moment to connect with this lady. So I took my moment. I wasn't in no rush to get that train moving. But in the end, look how, look how it worked out. If I was like, you got to get off the train. That's instant control. That's instant force. That instantly would not have went well. You know, not like it did in the end. Right. And here's the thing you got to remember when you have that interaction with that lady again, you're, gonna, you're probably going to remember her name. She's definitely going to remember you. And it's going to go so much smoother if there's another event that goes on with with the, with her or she might be a bystander. You don't know. She might be in support of you because she experienced how great you were. So there's other people might be judging you. That's not what we can control. Right. We can't. So. Yeah. She might step in and say, no, he's great. Like, he's such a great officer. And then that might diffuse. She might diffuse 
what he was going on in the background. Right. So it's just some things to think about, but that's why, you know, perception is, is such an important topic because it could go one way or it can go another. Write your own story. You choose. It's like your choose your own adventure book. Which page (laughs) are you turning to? Right. You know, I think that's a really big one, John, because uh, I think a lot of people's perceptions of cops, they initially feel fear, right? right. So they feel like no one really is, they don't want to get in trouble or whatever it is. So I think that like knowing that you're coming into a situation where you're going to be perceived as like a, some sort of threat and then and kind of letting letting them have that perception like that, hey, what's in my control? Of course, they're going to have that perception. Um let me hold the space in the present that shows otherwise, you know, and, and it's like all of a sudden you go up to this person and she thought you were a threat. And then within a little while, you built a connection, you've built a relationship. So I think the perception going in is really important that you're going in to build a connection. Even if you get a call that like, oh shit, there's this happening. It's important at that moment to be like, I'm going to go build a connection. And even if that sounds insane, right? We've already established that if you're really wanting to make everything safe, you, how you show up is everything. If you show up frantic and hectic, you're going to escalate it. So if you show up, you start with the vibe of, let me try to connect here. Let me see if I can help someone out. Fuck you, Officer John. You're a piece of shit. Hey, totally understand. Tell me a little bit more about that. Right. I'm not like, I'm not a piece of shit. You are. Listen, fuck that. Listen to what I'm saying. No. Graham, mental health is fucking trash. It's soft. Hey, I totally get it. Tell me more. Where'd you get that from? <laughs> I say that, I'm in complete control. Totally. Yep. And you know, in that moment, how badass mental health is. And they know I'm that fucking guy. And yeah. I haven't said anything, but oh, tell me more. And I've completely held that space. Let them shit on what looks like me. I let it go right through me. Verbal jujitsu. Let it go right through me. I got no problem. Tell me more. Get it all out. Where'd you get that mental health stigma from? Man, that's a strong one. Keep going. I must remind you of it. Keep going. Keep going. And by the end, they're like, hey, man, can I get a hug? And uh, will you train me on this shit? So like, <laughs> I'm dead serious, right? I'm dead serious. Yeah. So if you can look at everything as an opportunity to connect, and even if it is like you're in a life or death situation and you do have to use force, well, at least you'll be calm and centered and present and you'll be able to execute it without any wasted emotion or anger or frustration. And you'll be like, I was so present. I was working on connecting. I clearly saw that this lethal thing was happening and I stepped in and interjected without hesitation. It wasn't because I was angry or scared and later on was like, fuck, why do I act on anger? Let me make sure I cover my tracks, you know, or whatever it is. You're like, no, I've, I've worked on de-escalating myself through my own perception. And then when they start getting on you, what's in our control? Hey, tell me more. Right. Um, and by saying, tell me more, you're, you're automatically not even affected. Like you're not what they were saying. Cops are, exactly. dickheads. I totally see that. Tell me more. They're like, well, well, you're not a dickhead. Well, okay, well, keep talking. What else we got? And you're yeah. just eliminating all of their barriers by your ability to not take something personal. So a big part of perception can't take shit personal. Yeah. Like, people get into trouble is they make it so personal. So like, you can't talk to me like that. They clearly can talk to you like that <laughs> right now in real time, you know? So that's only it. Um, you know what I mean? So like if you work on none of this is personal. I told, like, I totally understand. And if you get good at perception, when someone's projecting anger towards you or that they have pain inside. So when you get really good at this, yeah. when someone's coming at you, you just see that they're hurt 
Yep. And, then, and then you have compassion in your heart. Just in that moment, you recognize their pain. Sometimes just your perception of that, they feel that and they'll immediately open up and stop. Because mm -hmm. anyone, yeah. people hurt people. That's how it works, right? So if someone, if you know someone's in that place, just by knowing they're hurting can almost diffuse the anger sometimes and get to the root of what's happening. Yeah. I'm not saying that's easy because fuck, you're showing up, you've had a long day, someone's just yelling at you or like, you kind of want to be like, just get the fuck off the train, right? Fuck, just get the fuck off the train and I can get on with my life. Yeah. That doesn't work. No. Yep. And, that, and that's the thing. And you brought up a great point. And it, it's a deeper thought. But when you're able to remove yourself from their projection or their perception, you really do sense their pain. Because think about it. This really nice guy or girl is talking to you and you are just vomiting on them and you don't even know them. <laughs> like, think about that. Yeah. So it's like, what you, you oh, yeah, I'm not offended. Tell me more, right? Instantly, you know they're suffering. And then you just, you hold that space and it's, you'd be amazed on what comes at you afterwards. It, it totally changes it. I mean, those are lethal blows just by creating space, just by listening, There's, just by not getting offended, not taking it personal. And even if you feel offended, because I've been in situations where I, I feel so fucking offended, but then I remind myself in my mind, hey, palms down. I'm human. Hey, I had the reaction, but I say, take a breath. Hey, and I, and I, and I might be feeling offended, but how am I acting? With compassion. Right. The compassion is towards myself because in this moment, it's hard. And I want to react, but what's important now? No, choosing my response. That's what's important. And then you work through that moment. It's profound mental training, right? That's what power is. That's what an alpha is, is who can work through this moment. And then after that moment, you never have to explain anything you did. You know how you have to explain using force? You never have to explain when you use power because everyone knows it was the right thing to do. And they can feel it in those moments. People are in awe of when someone right. uses force. And we're talking about using power. Force is like, I got my feelings. I felt scared. I acted on it. Let me justify everything I'm doing. You have to justify force. People want to know why you did it. You never have to justify power. You never have to justify a compassion and move. <laughs> right? right. We'll just be yeah. like, that was impressive. You're like, it was impressive. And they right. might ask how to teach that, but you never have to justify it because it works. Yeah. <clears throat> I also think when you're in, in the effect of, whatever someone says, like, you know, like you were saying earlier, people, you know, talking shit to you and you're like, Hey, tell me more. Like you still have your control. You're still present. You're, you're not in the effect of what they're saying, but when you're in the effect, yeah, that means that you are taking it personal. That's when you've lost your control. Right. And it's really interesting when you were talking, both of you were talking, I use this analogy about being in the effect or not of a situation. So if someone were going to come up and punch you in the face and you fall down, you're in the effect of that punch, right? Well, what if someone comes up to you and punches you in the face and it just bounces right off your chin and you're just looking at them? You're not in the effect of that punch. So Graham, when you're saying stuff like, like even though you're charged, but you're still, you're, you're coming from compassion, cool under cool and calm um, under, under pressure, you ask them, hey man, tell me more. Like it's like taking that punch right off the face. Oh, bro, it's, it's, you're concerned with like winning. That's how you win. Right. And I don't mean that in like a way of, but like I've studied winning. This all I know is in those situations. If you want to come out of that in control, yeah, you have like so much compassion. It's almost shocking. Like I call it. I put the word ruthless with compassion. 
So you put it like, of course it hurts if someone's yelling at you like you're a piece of shit cop. You're, you're like the worst. You're ruining our neighborhoods. Right. You're going to feel that. So it doesn't mean those moments you don't feel anything. You're like, tell me more. You're like, no, I feel the sting. And it is fucking strong, the sting. But at the same time of feeling that sting, I'm able to have enough emotional intelligence to, to feel that and still choose my response. Now, that's very fucking high level. That means you're feeling like doing one thing and literally acting something totally different. That's freedom. If you can't do that, you're not a free person in the world, right? You're just going to react to whatever emotion is. Right. As soon as you get out of that track, you go from fear to faith to freedom. You have broken that loop. How it feels in the moment. You're going to feel like it is personal, but you're going to act like it's not. That's the transformation, right? That's the part where you, you, you create that space. And that person who thinks you're just going to react to them because you're choosing your response, it blows their fucking mind. Yeah, because they've never seen someone choose their response. They don't even know that's a thing. They're just in the cycle of like they do some shit and they get in trouble for it. And it's just like the cycle keeps going. And as soon as you break that with palms down, uh, it's beyond pro. I mean, that's an alpha and alpha is if you can break the cycle, you're strong enough to do that. And you don't have to be a big guy with muscles. Right. It's about consciousness, awareness and applying the stuff in the moment. Um, but, yeah, it, it isn't that you don't feel it. You feel it feels personal but you still have the capability to choose your response with those feelings. Yeah. And that's, if that's, that's not transformational, I don't know what is. Right. That's it. So <laughs> let's end this show on that note. Yeah. <laughs> so, on that note, so and let me help you out. Right. Principle 12 is victory goes to the vulnerable. And that's so profound because this is going to feel vulnerable a lot. It's good. You are going to have an old perception of, Oh no, this is personal. She's attacking me. And that you're gonna, that's going to feel wicked. And you're going to have to be like, no, I can't victimize myself. I got to feel vulnerable and say, hey, tell me more. And that shit's going to feel awkward. It, it might even feel better just to react and pulverize someone. And then later on, right, you have to explain it all and you feel terrible. So what we're doing is in the moment, this is going to be tough at times. This is. That's why we call these mental skills. And you got to practice this stuff, right? Practice them in little moments so when you get into the big moments – you can do it really well, right? You don't go, if you've never lifted weights before, you don't go start lifting 400 pounds. Pick up the fucking 15 pound dumbbells and just get a feel for it, right? Then you learn how it works. So victory to the vulnerable is, is, is real. You know, it's, I'm, we're not making that up. That's where your wins come from, willingness to be vulnerable and still choose your response, to feel like it's personal. At the same time, your perspective is it's not personal. And you can hold that space. Yeah. Yeah. So another great show. Thanks for tuning in. Practice these skills. Practice this every day, right? This is an everyday practice. Like John said, no one's perfect at this. This is about progress. I'm not perfect. Grant's not perfect. John's not perfect. No one is. But we can set our intention to make progress on this every day. And we can practice this like we practice the other skills that are important. And it does feel good to win. I mean, I'm not saying this just to fucking say this shit. I'm here to have success. You know what I mean? And so I do want officers coming home safe. I want the community feeling safe. I want everyone going, man, that was a great interaction with a cop today. That fucking changed my fucking life. That fucking cop chose his response or her response. They were doing some weird shit like this, whatever the fuck that was, but that changed my life. Yeah. I thought the cop was going to go crazy and he fucking did this. I left going, what the fuck, man? No, <laughs> real. Like, I want, yeah, that's yeah. what we Like, I never even had to get to my gun. I fucking got to this. You know what I mean? I'll never have to even get to my gun. If I can de-escalate, most of the times you'll never have to get to your gun. And right, if you right. have to get your gun after this, use your fucking gun. You probably need to use it. 
And you know what I mean? Like everyone's with you on that. So this is a great episode. Man. We could keep going for a long time on this one. Heck yeah. Uh, but the power of perception is massive. And it's absolutely in your control is how you perceive a situation. You know what I mean? So I think we break on that. Keep yeah. skills. Until next week. Great job, everybody. Be where your feet are. Yep. Let's go. Conscious officers. Let's go. Every cop in America, every cop in the U.S. we're doing this with. Every fucking cop. That's our goal. And we're going to fucking do it. I can feel it. So thank you for tuning in. Um, I got, and this is my Navy sweatshirt. So I got this from the Navy. Let's fucking go. Let's, Let's bring go. this everywhere. <laughs> Have a great right. week, everyone. Good job. <laughs>